So in uh, round one of Stump My Q, we pitted our contestants against each other with boxing style intros. But in round two, we're doing something different. We're going to make this like a friendship contest. So we're going to see what is similar between our two contestants. And today we have a matchup with two people who work in the same vertical. They're both aces on social media. First up, the man who eliminated the favorite from Stump My Q, Ananya Johari. Ananya, welcome back. Hey, Kartik. Thanks for having me back. I didn't expect to be back, but... You didn't expect to be back, but now you got to take this all the way, man. All the way to yeah. the finale. Yeah, and the person who is going to try and stop you in your path to the quarters and probably the semis and the finals is your colleague, your teammate, Matthew Burgess. Hey, Matt. Hey, Kartik. Hey, Ananya. I, I think I'm the under, underdog with this contest for sure. So, you know what Matt is doing here, right? Like, in his first contest versus Saurabh, Saurabh kept saying he's the underdog, he's the underdog, and Matt let him have it, being the favourite. Now, I think Matt is trying a bit of role reversal here. Yeah, I, I listened to that and I was, I mean, I was, he knew the answer to the, I don't know, the UAE guy who took five wickets. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember his name, even though I heard it like, just yesterday and he remembered it from 96 World Cup. So, the, the, yeah, the, I'm, the, I'm a bit nervous. Sir. I will give you that, Aranya. And Gaurav, our quiz master, will agree with me. Gaurav, there is something understated about Matthew. He won that contest with probably more ease than anyone did in round one. Yeah, uh, when uh, Alan Gardner, our colleague, asked me uh, during the first round who I think is the favourite to make the final, I actually told Matthew's name over others because the amount of cricket he watches and the amount of social media he follows and quizzes he follows, I'm pretty sure the, all he needs is to uh, get some luck and recall at the right time. That's it. Yeah, I don't have the stats links with me at the moment. <laughs> as you know, as you know, Matthew, that's never required in this quiz. You know, very hardly, very uh, rarely, I do ask uh, uh, the scores and stats like that. So, yeah. Yeah. So underdog Matthew Vergis has been built up enough, but you guys know the drill, and of course, there is a difference in round two because seven of y'all will go through directly into the quarters, and there is one lucky loser as well. So do maximize your points. Ananya, again, in alphabetical order, you're going to go first. What is the specialist subject that you have chosen? Okay, so I chose the 2011 World Cup final between India and Sri Lanka because that's probably my favorite cricket match of all time. That's the one I've watched most number of times, I think. So, yeah. So, is this the Danyal effect that is happening? Everyone saw that he's chosen one match and he did really well in his specialist subject? I think I I I sent it before I listened to Danyal's episode. So, yeah, but... I just wanted to maximize my chances of winning, so I decided to keep it narrow. And the match, probably, I again, the match I've seen the most number of times. So, okay. And Matthew, what have you gone with? Well, mine was the 1999 World Cup. So, Matthew, basically, you're going in chronological order. You did 96 last time. 99. If you go through, it's probably Ricky Ponting scoring how many ever runs he did in the final. Let's see. Let's see. Maybe let's see how it goes this time. All right. That's awesome. So, Ananya, you're going to go first. Let's okay. see if you can finish this contest off with a six. The 2011 India versus Sri Lanka World Cup fight. Great, yeah. So, like uh, Karthik said, uh, everybody is following uh, the Daniel strategy and uh, uh, it's getting harder and harder. But, yeah, that's a good, uh, smart way to uh, pick the topic. So, let's uh, get cracking, Ananya. Simple one to start with. Uh, uh, who faced the first ball of the World Cup final? Um, okay. Uh, it's Upul Tharanga. Yes, that, that gets you off the mark. Uh, this is uh, Upul Tharanga. Your next question. I won't be surprised actually if you get uh, four or five on five on this, but anyway, uh, let, let's get uh, going. Who was the match referee in this game? Um, Jeff Crow. That gives you two points. Uh, uh, another good answer, Ananya. 
third one who was the only player to be dismissed run out in this entire final ha ah, it's uh, it's kolasekra the last man out i think yes it is kolasekra that is correct three on three this looks like a ease uh, for you ananya your first of your star questions how many bowlers were used by india in this match okay so uh, zaheer uh, zaheer bowled 10 i think harbhajan and yuvraj and munaf bowled 10 so that's four okay i think some of seasons were made up by sachin and kohli so four and i'd say seven that gives you another point that's a, a very well worked out answer ananya you took your time last question which bowler from sri lanka conceded a six apart from kulasekara's last ball six by ms there was only one other oh. bowler who conceded a six uh, obviously we know the famous six by ms of kulasekara who was the other bowler i remember i think it was ms over point when he, it, he was the only one who hit two sixes so it's a fast bowler so i'll say i don't know gonna, i think i'll say um malinga I'll, i'll go with malinga i'm not sure though well at least i managed to get one over you which gives me <laughs> a win it's actually tisara pereira so that gives you uh, four on five it's not easy to hit malinga or six over point so maybe you could have taken that uh, extra five seconds to go back and see who the sri lankan pacers were but well done ananya you you know your final very well no wonder it's your favorite match so uh, four on five it is kartik Excellent. So this tactic of choosing one match as your specialist subject is going to be the trend, Gaurav, through through the rest of Stump My Two. Matthew, now I'll give you the underdog tag. This is going to be tough to beat. Four on five. I can feel the pressure already now. Okay, so let's let's end your misery where it's at, Gaurav. Give Matthew his five questions on the 1999 Cricket World Cup. Super. So Matthew, this again, uh, World Cups are my favorite, and 99 is again another World Cup which I watched a lot. So let's see if you can crack it. Your first question: There were four venues that hosted World Cup matches outside England. If three of them were Netherlands, Ireland, and Scotland, which was the fourth? Okay, is the answer Wales? Yes, it is Wales. It is a match between Australia and New Zealand, which was played in Cardiff. Your next question: There were two Indians who took five-wicket hauls in this World Cup. If one was Venkatesh Prasad, who was the other? Uh, Robin Singh. Yes, and I think it's a five-wicket haul, which is uh, which nobody will remember, considering that uh, Ganguly and uh, David scored centuries. Your next question, um, uh, Matthew. Take your time. I'll give you some time for this. What was introduced for the first time ever in this World Cup uh, World Cup edition with respect to playing conditions or playing equipment, uh, etc.? So something related to playing conditions, playing equipment. It was the first time introduced in this World Cup. Okay, playing conditions. uh so i'm just uh, just to clarify it won't be super sixes with that sort of player playing condition as such yes, right it won't be i would if you want i would even go to a certain uh, uh, extent i'll give you a clue that it's something related to playing equipment what was introduced for the first time ever in this particular world cup edition with respect to a playing equipment is it the duke's ball uh, i would like a better answer the duke white ball i, I don't know uh... yeah 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 that's what i was wa- waiting for the white duke ball was used for the first ever time in this world cup good answer uh, matthew now for your uh, two star questions uh, we all know rahul david was the highest run getter in this world cup but who was the second highest with 398 runs uh steve war yes it is steve war matthew well done you know your 1999 world cup your last and final question Which fielder took the most catches in this edition of the World Cup? Which fielder, not a wicketkeeper? Uh, 
Okay, I must say that I looked it up today morning. So this is uh, Daryl Cullinan uh, with I think nine catches or eight catches. I'm not sure. Wow, I'm glad you did your preparation. That's why you choose your specific topics. Well done, Matthew. Uh, I think you've got fire on fire on this, Karthik. Okay, so I'm going to take everything that I said back. Okay, that people are going to choose just one match. People are now going to choose one tournament in their specialist subject round. Matthew, that is an outstanding performance. And Gaurav, I must say something else. We, you and I, we were confident that uh, Shamya's uh, lucky loser score of a tiebreak seven would be enough. It's possibly not going to be enough after today. Yeah, uh, even I was thinking the first thing uh, when Matthew finished with five. Uh, people have started preparing. People have taken uh, strategic topics. <laughs> Uh, I think the quizmaster needs to uh, raise the bar a little bit. <laughs> okay, so anyone who reaches the quarters, you're in for a tough time. Matthew, well done, but you don't get a break right now. Ananya, you will be off the call for a few minutes, but because okay. you trail trail by one point, and if Matthew does a repeat of what he did in his specialist subject round, yeah. there's no way of winning this round. You know that. So we're going right, to let yeah. you stew in that for a few minutes while Matthew takes his general knowledge questions. Matthew, you're on a roll. You scored five on five in your specialist subject round. General knowledge questions given to you by Gaurav starting now. So, Matthew, yeah, uh, I hope this set is slightly on the uh, tougher side. Let's see how you uh, go about getting it. First question, who won the county championship in 2019, the latest county championship? Uh, wait, okay, I'm confused between two teams. That's only, uh, but I could be totally wrong on that. Maybe I'm remembering 2018 and not uh, 19. Okay, is it uh, SX? Today seems to be a lucky day, Matthew. Your guess is absolutely right. I don't know if you knew it or was it a guess? What no, it was, I was SX and Somerset. I was confused between SX and Kent because I remember it was uh, Kent Doscate's uh, team. So I was just confused which team he plays for. That's well done, uh, Matthew. Your next question. I think these two should be uh, up your alley. Uh, who holds the best bowling figures for India in ODIs? Okay, this would be uh, ODIs, right? Stuart Binney. That is Stuart Binney, uh, which not many people might remember, but he did take six for four against Bangladesh in 2014. So that's seven on seven. Karthik, uh, are we in for a record-breaking effort? I have to tell this every time somebody reaches such uh, <laughs> high score. Yeah, yeah, jinxing me. That's it. <laughs> I've, I've su succeeded in jinxing KK and Paul. So eight hmm. is the highest score, right, Karthik? 8-8 eight, eight is the highest score in round one of Stump IQ that was scored by Karthik Vishwaswamy. Paul also, I think, got his first six or seven correct and then it was G-Stats' jinx that worked. So, Matthew, we're going to see how well you do. All the best, man. We are rooting for you to get 10 on 10. <laughs> Next question, Matthew. Which cricketer has represented both South Africa and Netherlands in a T20I World Cup? Why am I not getting the name? <laughs> it's uh, Rulof Vandemover. Yes, it is Zulof Vandermeer. It is 8 on 8. Matthew, I think you're surprising yourself with every single question. Uh, will Ananya even have a chance to make it? Let's see your first of your star question. Who is the only person to be part of the 1981 Headingley Test as well as the 2001 India-Australia Kolkata Test? Just for your reference, both these tests were historic tests where teams came back uh, to win after following on. There's only one person who was part of both these tests. Peter Willey, the umpire for 2001. Are you sure it's not SK Bansal? No, it's not. 
<laughs> it is Peter Willy Matthew. That's the highest score in Stump Mike IQ. Well, Matthew has the highest score so far in Stump Mike IQ. It's nine out of nine, and we still have one question to go. Matthew, can you get the coveted ten on ten? I know we've constantly been putting pressure on you, but I think you're on such a roll that now even our quizmaster, Gaurav Sundaraman, is rooting for you to get that one final mark that will give you a perfect ten. Let's see uh, uh, the last question, Matthew. The Deccan Chargers versus the Royal Challengers Bangalore match at the D.Y. Patel Stadium in 2010 was very unique. This is the only instance of something happening in the history of IPL. Anil Kumble was man of the match and RCB won by nine wickets. What was very unique about this particular match? I don't think I'm going to get this one. I can't even think of uh, anything. Just give me a minute. Let me just... Uh... You can take all the time you want. You deserve it. And we are hoping that... Your guess is right. So, did a batsman carry his bat for Deccan Chargers? I'm not, uh, is that your answer? Batsman carried his bat. As an uh, as an opener carrying his bat through the innings. Uh, okay. Um, good guess, a logical guess, but I'm afraid you're not going to get ten on ten. Quizmaster has to win some, at least yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. one question uh, the Quizmaster has to get right. It's actually the only ever third place playoff match, Matthew. This was in 2010 oh, when they okay, had a okay, third place playoff oh. match so that the yeah, yeah, winner gets pa- takes part in the Champions League. So uh, I thought the fact that the match was held in D.Y. Patel would give you a clue considering it's a neutral stadium. Uh, when RCB was playing Deccan Chargers, but you didn't go on that track. Well done, Matthew. 9 on 10 is something to be proud of. Okay, so it's not the worst thing in the world that Matthew hasn't scored a perfect 10 because he has given us a contest. What it means is that Ananya is still in the game and that he'll need to score a perfect set, a 5 on 5 to just equal Matthew. Matthew, you can relax, but you know that however well Ananya does, you still haven't lost this. Ananya, welcome back to Stump My Q. We have some good news and we have some bad news. Let's start with the bad news first. The bad news is that however well you do in your general knowledge round, you cannot beat Matthew's score. He scored four out of five in his GK round with one star question correct, which means he has a total score of nine out of ten, which is the best so far that we have seen on Stump My Q. Okay, now for the good news though. If you do manage to score a perfect set, which is a 5 on 5, that will put you level with Matthew Verghese at a score of 9 on 10. And then y'all will of course go into a tie break. If you do not though, there is still some good news for you. Because if you score more than 3 in your general knowledge round, you will be ahead in the lucky loser race. That's what I'm going for. That's what you're going for. Okay, he's, he's yeah. taking the lowest hanging fruit there is. And he's like, I'm going to aim for that. <laughs> okay, but are you ready for your five general knowledge questions? Yeah. Gaurav Sundaraman, let's see how Ananya Johari does with the five GK questions. Sure, let's get cracking Ananya quickly. Who won the county championship in 2019? The latest county championship. Um, okay, I have to uh, take a guess. Uh, it's uh, Derbyshire. No. It's not Derbyshire, it is Essex. Okay, so with that wrong answer, this also means that Matthew Verghese, you are the winner of round this round of Stump My Q, and it also means that you are guaranteed a spot in the quarterfinals. Nice, nice. Thanks. 
Yes, Ananya. So who holds the best bowling figures for India and ODIs? Pretty straightforward and simple. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Stuart Binney, right? Six for four. Yes, it is Stuart Binney, six for four against Bangladesh. Your next question, which cricketer has represented Netherlands and South Africa in a T20I World Cup? Uh, is it uh, Leolo van der Merwe? It is Leolo van der Merwe. That's two uh, questions on three. Now, uh, your first of your star questions. This is when things get a bit tricky. Um, who is the only person to be part of the 1981 Headingley Test, which England famously won following on, and the 2001 India-Australia-Kolkata Test, which India won famously following on? There was one player who was part of both these test matches. Who was the only person? Yeah, one of a, one of the coaches or the umpire or something, someone maybe. So the Headingley Test was between England, India and Australia. I'm not sure who Australia's coach was in 2001. I, I have no idea. I'm going to take a random. I don't even know who were Australian players in 1981. I, I have no idea. No, I don't think I can even make a guess. I don't Just know. Just take a that. guess. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, I, I don't remember any Australian players' name from 1981. I remember Ian, Ian Botham and Bob Willis, but they're both English, so obviously they won't. None of those would be the answer. Alan Border. <laughs> Oh, I'm afraid it's not Alan Border. Your thinking was right in the beginning, but then you kind of uh, faded away. Why can't it be an English player? Because uh, Peter Willey, who was a player for uh, England in the 1981 test, was the umpire in the India-Australia 2001 test. So uh, I thought you, when you said umpire, you were going in the right direction. Yeah, I could have, but I didn't know Peter Willey. I, I, I couldn't have guessed it anyway. Okay, Matthew yeah. told that before the question was even asked. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah. Last question. So, Karthik, what is he up against? Okay, so what, what's at stake here is that currently Ananya has a total of six points, six. which is the exact same that Shamya got pre overtime in, in his set, except the fact is that Shamya scored two star questions correct. Ananya, you just have one star question right. So, Ananya, you yeah. get this one right, you will be at the top of our lucky loser race. You get this one wrong, unfortunately, you miss out by the barest of margins. So everything's at stake in this question. Give it to you by Gaurav. The Deccan Chargers versus Royal Challengers Bangalore match at the D.Y. Patil Stadium in 2010 was very unique. This is the only instance of something happening in the history of the IPL. Anil Kumble was man of the match and RCB won by nine wickets. What was unique about this match? Um, okay, maybe it was... I don't know what... Kumble might have been given the Maratha Match Award for his captaincy. <laughs> uh, well, sorry, Ananya. You, you've given me a nice answer, though, but uh, which could be something like uh, a very unique achievement in IPL. But this was the only instance of a third-place playoff match in IPL history. That year, there was uh, a Champions League, so uh, they had to have uh, a third-place playoff. And it was held at D.Y. Patel, which was... Kind of a clue, considering that it's a neutral venue for RCB and Deccan Chargers. So, tough luck there, uh, Ananya. Star questions are slightly on the tougher side. Ananya, and I mean, uh, no disrespect here, but Ananya <laughs> has one of the highest gaps for a loser we have seen in Stump IQ. And that is simply yeah. because Matthew Verghese has scored an absolutely brilliant 9 out of 10. The highest score so far we have seen on Stump IQ and probably one that only he can beat when he will go for a perfect 10 on 10 in the quarterfinals. Well done, Matthew. You are through to the quarterfinals. This was an excellent episode of Stump My Q. Thank you to so much. It's, I think, got of our cumulative highest scoring uh, matchup that we have seen. Round two contestants are racing the bar, and it's great to see that. And Gaurav, props to you as well for setting such amazing questions for us. And props to you for mentioning the fact that you 
to a colleague of yours, pick Matthew Burgess to reach the higher stages of this competition. So it looks like your prediction is coming to an true as well. Well done all. This was a lot of fun. See you next time. So I personally am still in awe of the ace performance we just witnessed in the previous round. And Gaurav, our quiz master, is busy scribbling away at his pad, making the questions as tough as he can, so that we don't see a repeat of the 9 on 10 performance that we just saw. And here walk in our two latest contestants on Stump My Q in round two. So first up is a guy who's busy counting on his fingers, the number of T20s that are taking place, and he's probably run out of fingers as well. Matt Roller, welcome to the show once again. Thank you very much. Good to have as many as we have uh, in the past couple of weeks. Yeah, and the excitement shows in your face as well. And your opponent today, though, is a trendsetter. Paul Muchmore, the first person to score a perfect set in Stump My Q, is on the show. Hello. So, Paul, we must, we must tell you, though, why you are a trendsetter is that after you, in the next round, in round two, we have seen two people to have perfect sets. And part of my intro was one of them who Matt is a part namesake of yours and Paul is your team member. Matthew Vergi scored 9 on 10 earlier today in his right. round 2 contest. Yeah, he scored 5 on 5, a perfect score in his specialist subject and 4 on 5 in the general knowledge round. Matt and Paul, all the very best. You guys know the drill. Matt, what specialist subject have you gone with? And Matt has forgotten. <laughs> we might need to cut this. Got, I think, can I check your effort? Is, is last year's T20 Blast Finals there? <laughs> Is that right? What were, you, what were you preparing then? Last year's finals day. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. Is. Okay. Uh, my special subject is uh, last year's T20 Blast finals day. So the semis in the final, for those that don't know, are played on the same day, back to back to back um, at, at Edge Baston. Um, so hopefully I can remember having been there uh, exactly what happened, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. This is a similar uh theory to what paul used he went for the world cup qualifier and he took that as his specialist subject in round one and he came back with a perfect set paul which other event have you been to so i've actually picked the same subject as matt's opponent in the first round so i've gone for the women's world cup in 2017. oh okay that's interesting so matt has gone with a blast repeat of uh, the 2019 finals day Whereas Paul has gone with the 2017 Women's World Cup. So that should be a lot of fun. Gaurav, are you ready with your questions? We're going in alphabetical order, which means if I have my alphabets correct, it will be Matt Roller who will start. Yeah, and uh, I do expect uh, both of them to ace the specialist round. I really uh, firmly believe that the general round is going to decide today's winner. But anyway, let's see uh, how things uh, go. So yeah, Matt, let's get cracking. Who faced the first ball on finals day? Let me see. So that would have been, it would have been Worcester batted first. So it would either be Vessels or Rutherford. Um, I think it was Luke Wood bowling. And I think it was Ricky Vessels batting. Well, I'm afraid you don't start off with a bang. It is Hamish Rutherford who faced the first <sighs> ball and not uh, Ricky Vessels. So your second question, if Simon... Hammer got two man of the match awards. Who got the third? Simon Hammer got two. Who got the third? So this would have been uh, Worcester, not man of the match, would have been. Let me see. No one scored a 50. Um, Moeen Ali, I reckon. It is Moeen Ali. Well done, uh, Matt. You're off the mark now. 
Your next question, one member that played in the final of the T20 Blast, that, that, that is, he basically played in the final of that particular competition, represented Pune Warriors in the IPL. He took two wickets in both the semi-final and final combined. Who was this player? Uh, I think uh, that this is uh, the left arm seamer, Wayne Parnell. That gives you another point. Well done. I thought you would uh, uh, think for more time, but you were spot on with Wayne Parnell. Now for your two star questions. In the finals day, which fielder took the most catches? Um, just to clarify, is that outfielder rather than a wicketkeeper? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Who took the most catches? So I'm thinking... And the court and bowls count towards this? Yes. I think if court and bowls count, then it's going to be uh, bucket hands Simon Harmer. I'm afraid the answer is Ricky Wessels, ah. who picked up uh, three catches uh, across two games. Your last question of the star questions, how many bowlers did Worcestershire use in the finals? In the final itself or including yeah. the semi? Only the final. Only the final. This will be several because they'll have used Mitchell as a part-timer and Oliveira probably. I think they... Let me think. Vessels and Rutherford wouldn't have bowled. Nor would the keeper... Cox. Um, it's either seven or eight, I think. I'll stick with seven, final answer. That gives you one point. Well done. You took your time. You thought too. So the two questions you missed both involved Ricky Vessels for some reason. One, Ricky Vessels was the answer and you didn't give it. The other one, Ricky Vessels was not the answer, but you gave him as his name. So that gives you three, a total of three at the end of the first round, Karthik. With the final answer that Matt also gave, and if my memory serves me correct, it is the first star question that he has got right on Stump IQ. I think in, in round one, he got both sets of star questions wrong. So, well done there, Matt Roller. You've got a total score of three, which is pretty decent, I would say. But you're up against the guy who got the perfect set in round one. Paul, let's see how you get along. Your specialist subject is the Women's World Cup of 2017. Take it away, Gaurav. So, Paul, were you part of this tournament? Did you, I'm guessing yeah, you did cover this tournament as well. I covered most of this tournament, so hopefully okay. I can remember that. <laughs> okay, your first question. Who was the last player to be dismissed in this edition of the World Cup? It was India's Rajeshwari Gayakwad. Yes, it is Rajeshwari Gayakwad. That gives you first uh, one point. Your next question, where was the first match of the World Cup played? There were two matches being played at the same time. So which one do you want? You give me both then if you know. <laughs> so I think it was Sri Lanka against New Zealand, I think was in Bristol and England against India was in Derby. Okay, I'll give it to you. It is. It was in Bristol. Sri Lanka was in New Zealand is what I have from Cricket Info Stats Guru. So that gives you two. Third question, only one player scored more than one century in the World Cup. Who is she? That was England's Nat Sever. Too easy, I guess, for you. It's <laughs> going to be very hard to uh, stump you here. Now your next two uh, questions, both are star questions. First of your star questions, which particular team had four debutants in this World Cup? Oh, that's tough. 
among all the teams, there was one team which actually fielded four debutants. Which team I'm was going to go? I'm going to go for the West Indies. Are you sure? Is this your yeah. final answer? Yeah. You continue to amaze me. It is absolutely <laughs> right. It is uh, West Indies. They had four debutants, whereas Australia had two. Last question. The way you've been answering, I'm expecting a perfect five again. Who took the most catches in this tournament? You know, when you were asking about the catches in the um, in the in the last one, I to Matt, I was like, this is going to come up, and I'm not sure who it is. Um, so not not a wicketkeeper. I'm going to go. I, this is a complete punt. I don't have a clue at all. I'm going to go for Tammy Beaumont. Wow, it's a win for me finally. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could take your the video of your facial reaction when I said it's a win, but finally I got one past you. It's Amy Satterwhite. Amy Satterwhite. It has taken 10 questions, but Paul Matsmore has finally got a specialist subject question wrong, but it's still a very, very impressive score, Paul, which is four on five. Matt, at this point of time, you know the drill. Paul is going to take his general knowledge questions in this English quiz off, if I may add. I think y'all are the last representatives from, from the UK remaining. So it's just one of y'all through to the quarterfinals. Matt, the unfortunate part is if Paul does get a perfect score in his general knowledge round, you will not be fighting for the win. You'll probably be fighting to reach the lucky loser spot. But I think we'll let you stew on that for a while while Paul takes his general knowledge questions. See you on the other side. So, Paul Marchmore, it's a one-point lead for you heading into your general knowledge round. Gaurav Sundaraman has the questions. Take it away. Great. So, let's get uh, to the point first. First question, who is the leading one-getter in the 1999 Men's World Cup held in England? That would have been, I think... Did you follow that World Cup? Were you watching it? it it's Where a bit, bit, bit before my time. Um, but I feel it was... Um, so Afghan Ghuli. You got the country right, but the person wrong. It's Rahul Dravid. Dravid. I knew it was one of the two. I knew it was one of the two. Dravid actually scored two centuries, uh, one yeah. against Kenya and one against Sri Lanka. The Ganguly had one big yeah. score uh, in that tournament. So that's okay. Um, your next question. Which cricketer was nicknamed Audi? Audi. The car. Audi. A-U-D-I. Oh, not sure. Have you got any clues? I'll, I can't give you a clue provided uh, I give the same clue to yeah. uh, Matt. You're okay even though you're in the lead? Yeah. Okay, let me just give you the country's name. The person uh, is from Australia. Australia. Mm, this is tough. Okay, I'm tempted to give you one more clue. Are you okay <laughs> if I give Matt the same clue? Yeah, yeah. Okay, for so it. the logic behind this nickname was because he scored four consecutive ducks and the Audi logo has four circles in it. Interestingly, this player's teammate pointed out that if he earned another, another duck, his nickname would be Olympic because of the five circle logo. <laughs> I haven't got a clue um, who it is. So I'm going to go for, I'm just going to say a random name like I did with the catches one, and I'm going to say Michael Bevan. You got the era right, 
but it's Mark Waugh, Mark who was Waugh. actually nicknamed uh, Audi. It's uh, a pretty famous uh, story, actually. Yeah. Your next question. This is actually a very simple question, but I just felt that it might be tough for you guys. Which team won the most recent Ranji Trophy held in India? I uh, Just to uh, be fair, I had actually asked who won the county championship in the previous edition. Mm. And uh, one contestant got it, the other didn't. So now I'm testing you, you guys the knowledge of Indian domestic tournaments. Which team won the most recent Ranji Trophy? I feel like I should know this. I remember sort of semi following it slash covering it earlier than this year, but you know, lots has happened since then. <laughs> um, and I'm going to go for I all all of the all of the Ranji teams. All their names have gone out of my head as well. Like the pressure's getting to me now. I'm going to go for Karnataka. Oh, I'm afraid it's not Karnataka. It's actually Pujara's and Jaydev Unadkat's team, Saurashtra. Saurashtra, of course. Win the Ranji Trophy in oh. uh, excellent style this uh, earlier this year. So I'm sorry, uh, Paul. Okay. Two of your star questions now coming up. First star question. Cricket was played for the only time in the Olympics in 1900. Who finished runners-up? Uh, runners-up were uh, Great Britain. I think you got confused. The winner was Great Britain, runners-up was France. France. Oh, damn, I got it the wrong way around. Why did I think France won it? I don't know. I thought that was an easy one, which was yeah. a star. But I guess the pressure got to you. Your last of your star question, which cricketer's autobiography was titled True Colours? This cricketer retired in the 2000s and the autobiography came maybe early this decade. Okay. Retired in the 2000s. You know, this is going to be this is going to be so embarrassing. I'm going to get forgotten naught out of 5 on my general knowledge. You said it was going to be easy. Well, you said you weren't going to be evil, but I think you I have. I told you the general knowledge and I was going to say the winner. Oh my god. Um in the 2000s. I, so I was listening to one of the other stump Mikeys and I, 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 you know, listening to other people's general knowledges, I'm like, I've got that one. I've got that one. I've got that one. I know that autobiography, but um, this one, I can't think. Um, so it's someone who retired in the 2000s and brought out an autobiography earlier this decade. I'm going to go for... I don't know. Glenn McGrath. Again, you got the country right. I knew it was going to be an Aussie. I knew it was going to be an Aussie. But the player wrong, it is Adam Gilchrist. Adam Gilchrist. Oh, damn it. I just didn't know them. Just didn't know them in 12. Yeah, two, two things there. One, true colours. The only true colours I know, I think for all pop fans out there, is a pretty nice song by Justin Timberlake. I think Anna, Anna Kendrick is there in that song as well. <laughs> And the other thing, I think you were close on a lot of answers. The Dravid Ganguly yeah. one, the Karnataka Saurashtra one, the Great Britain France one. I think it was just picking one over the other. It was, yeah, just bad decisions. Bad decisions. It, it's because you kept me waiting for so long to actually do this quiz today. I'm, I'm just going to come up with all the excuses now. So. so what you have done is give Matt Roller uh, quite a bit of a chance a and chance. more. 
he's he's been pinging on the side saying let let me know when i can come back in so let's get matt back into stump my queue okay matt's Hello back oh. yes 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 hello Dude, how do you think i did how do you think i did uh i think i'm Sense the tone, Matt. It's so somber out here. Like, sense the tone. Paul is upset. I'm really upset. <laughs> okay, Matt. It's because Paul hasn't managed to score even one correct in his general knowledge round. Surely, means, surely not. Surely true. Which means that you need two to go through oh, into the quarterfinals of Stump Fight Q. I thought I was going to be fighting for the sort of stable for innings defeat, but interesting. Mm-hmm. It can also probably tell you the caliber of questions that are going to come your way right now from Gaurav. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the quizmaster is an easy thing. So. <laughs> so Gaurav, I'm going to hand Matt over to you now. Matt, as you know, you have a score of three. You got one star question correct, which is the same as Paul as well. You will need to score. Your target is two, basically, in the general knowledge round to go through. If you score one of the star questions right, you are through in any case. All the best, Matt Roller. Gaurav, he's all yours. So, Matt, simple one to start with. Who was the leading run-getter in the 1999 Men's World Cup held in England? 1999 Men's World Cup in England. How old were you? Um, I was one year old, so I remember. You must remember well. something. Um, um, so, Australia beat Pakistan in the final. Um the three names that I'm playing with are Hayden, Gilchrist, and Inzi. I'm going to go with uh, Hayden. I'm afraid uh, you're not even in the ball- ballpark. Hayden didn't even play that World Cup, if I remember right. Uh, Rahul Dravid was the leading run-getter uh, in the 1999 World Cup. Your next question, which cricketer, since I gave Paul a lot of clues, which he's go- he might regret now for asking for those clues, I'm going to give the entire question with the clues. So this is your question. Which Australian cricketer was nicknamed Audi? The reason being... You're going to say it was four noughts in a row. I was sure it was Agarka who got that. but The clue was he's an Aussie and the fact that, and the logic behind um, why he was nicknamed Audi. Is it, um, is it from last year? Is it Ashton Turner? I'm afraid it's not Ashton Turner. It's Mark Waugh who oh. famously got this nickname early on in his career. So, I'm sure Ashton Turner got a, re- a run of ducks last year. <laughs> yeah, he did, yeah. but it can't always be too many, mate. Your next question, um, Matt. Which team won the most e- recent Ranji Trophy? You do know your English county very well. Do you know uh, the Indian domestic system? I remember vaguely... A cup, a, the, the name that springs to mind, which I think is going to have to be my final answer, is Saurashtra. One of the next two questions right, uh, you should be able to win. Let's go to your next question. The only time cricket was played in the Olympics was in 1900. Who finished runners-up? Which team won the silver Uh, medal? Runners-up would have been France. And that gives you the win, Matt Roller. It is France. Paul went for Great Britain because he was under pressure. Because only only Paul knows why he went for Great Britain as 
finishing second place over France. Paul, I still cannot fathom that answer. <laughs> you know, I just decided to put in England, you know, we mess up everything on the on the big stage. <laughs> <laughs> we, we refused to let cricket be in the Olympics again after we were shamed by France. <laughs> <laughs> we will do the final question, Karthik. No, we do, we do. So why why it could be important for Matt Roller as well and even for our listeners to know. From the quarterfinal onwards, we're going to seed based on the points that you have scored in this round two. So this yeah. could determine your seed, Matt, your final question. You are currently on a score of five. Let's see if you can get the six. Whose autobiography was titled Two Colors? This cricketer played in the 2000s, retired in the 2000s and launched this autobiography earlier this decade. The only one I've got is Alan Gardner wrote a review of the Tender Taiboos, so that's my guess. No, you've gone too deep in your thought process. It's not so complicated. It's Adam Gilquist. Ah. But anyway, congratulations, Matt Roller. The youngest member of our UK team is keeping the UK Union Jack flying high on Stump IQ. So we'll see you in the quarterfinals. Paul, you are a trendsetter still. Nothing is going to take that away from you on this quiz. Thank you so much for being part of it. We'll see you the next time we host it. Another morning and another matchup of Stump IQ. And in this one, we've got at least one big gun, a contestant who has probably set the template for how specialist subjects will be chosen. We have with us Dan- Daniel, one match at a time. Rasul, welcome back, Daniel. Thank, thanks a lot, Karthik. Yeah, um, I thought there's no way we can cover the vast array of subjects that God would have set for us in the general knowledge realm. So might as well make go as narrow and as deep as possible in one subject and try and make sure you know your stuff when it comes to that. And it worked for me last time. Hopefully, God hasn't uh, made it even harder this time around. Okay, so going back to last time, in round one, you chose the very famous, arguably the most famous ODI of all time, the 434-438 game between South Africa and Australia. Have you gone with a similar theme this time? Yeah, so I've gone with a fairly famous game, not quite as iconic as that 434 one, but uh, this is a this is the group stage game between New Zealand and Australia at the 2015 World Cup. Um, a part of the reason I chose this was it's one of my favorite games. It was a low-scoring thriller, and the other half of it is I watched this I think from ball one to finish. It was one of those games that I thought was fairly um, one of the standout games of the group stage fix, uh, group stages and I thought I'm going to watch this and it lived up to expectations so yeah so I, I hope I'm not giving, giving any answer away and I hope the questions aren't as simple but this is the one where Williamson hit the six to yeah. finish it off the low scoring uh, one right? yeah yeah over long on yep that's right one by one wicket yes and golf did remind me that I picked two consecutive games where Australia lost and I might have to pay a price for that with golf somewhere down the line <laughs> Okay. See, uh, in five to ten minutes how that uh... <laughs> <laughs> all right so Daniel you will be facing of course Mohammad Assam someone who didn't have a very great specialist subject round which was probably the biggest surprise of round one when he chose Bangladesh cricket as his subject and he came away with a meager one on five and the one question that he answered it turned out the answer was his relative <laughs> Isam, welcome to Stump My Q. Thank you for uh, uh, you know keeping me in the competition with your with your tough questions. I still survived the uh, first round uh, against Suketu. Um, so 
So yeah, I mean Daniel seems to be a really really tough opponent. So Isam, what have you gone with this time as your specialist subject? Very very uh, um, nerdy sort of niche subject. It's associate cricket from the 1970s till uh, I mean associate cricket in the 21st in the 20th century, 21st century, 20th 20th century. Sorry, yeah. Okay, so basically, associate cricket, according to you, across all centuries. You're, are you trying to dig a hole for yourself in this quiz? <laughs> yeah, now, now that I think of it, I, I should have thought harder. But you know, um, you know, it's it's something interesting for me. I, I like to dig up, uh, you know, stories from that era about associate cricket. Because remember, when I when I was growing up, Bangladesh was also an associate country. So. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll see how you get along. I'm sure that our listeners also will learn a lot through this, especially with the questions that uh, Gaurav has set. We're going in alphabetical order, of course, which means, Daniel, you will start with the subject that you have chosen. Your topic, of course, is the low-scoring World Cup group stage encounter between New Zealand and Australia from 2015. Gaurav, give him his five questions. Thanks, uh, Karthik, for that. Uh, Daniel, um, well, this time I've done my research. Uh, even though it was a short research, but I've tried to set the question slightly more differently. I won't say difficult, uh, uh, not in terms of difficulty, but let's see how uh, you get uh, going. Simple one to start with. How many balls were remaining in the match when New Zealand won? It's a max question more than a... <laughs> Um, so Australia, obviously Australia were bowled out in 32 overs, but that's not the point. The point is that New Zealand have faced 23.1 overs, I believe, and that means 26.5 overs, which means 26 is 156, 161 balls. Let's just let me work it out before I give my final answer again. 23.1, I think, 26 is yeah 156 um 161 balls i wish i can give you 161 points for that but i'll give you only one that's a good uh, answer daniel to start off with your next question three of the top four most expensive overs in this game was bowled by mitchell johnson who bowled the other i'm still not sure if this is an australian because New Zealand bowled, started off quite poorly. They conceded 15 in the first over, if I'm not wrong. Did they? Yeah, I think they did. That means Tim Southey was the one who bowled that first over. I'm going to go with Tim Southey. I love the way you work out your answers. And again, you're spot on. It is Tim oh, Southey. Wow. Uh, in, interestingly, Mitchell Stark bowled a pretty expensive over, but uh, he didn't, uh, for some reason, you didn't... Uh, Recall his name. I thought you will go with Mitchell Stark. Well done again, Daniel. Third question. Three bowlers had an economy of more than 11 in this game. If two were Mitchell Johnson and Mitchell Marsh, who was the third? I think Corey Anderson bowled two balls only. And he got smashed for six of the first one and took a wicket of the second. So, uh, yeah, I think I have to go for him. Corey Anderson went economy of 18, I believe. But he bowled just two balls. Looks like you've by-hearted the scorecard also. This is amazing. That's three on three for you. And now for the two-star questions. Let's see if I can get one over you in this, uh, in these two questions. Your first of your star questions. We both played for the same IPL franchise at some point in time, although not together. We both were dismissed for exactly the same score in this match 
and also got out in the same fashion to a left arm quick. Who are we? I need you to tell me two names here, 0.5 for each. So I can repeat the question again. We played for the same IPL franchise at some point in time, although not together. We both were dismissed for the same score in this match and also got out in the same fashion to a left arm quick. Who are we? Okay. Um, so the thing is, um, there were quite a few balls. <laughs> Eight, I believe, and four by Stark, and I think three by Bolt. Um, the thing is, I, I'm not very well versed on my IPL side, so I'd really have to think of this. Um, Dim Southie was bold, and Milne was bold by Stark. Who did Dim Southie play for in the IPL? Did he play for Kings Eleven at some point? Um, I. No, I think it has to be one Australian and one Kiwi. Um, I'm going to go for Adam Mill and Tim Southie. So that's a very, very good logical guess. However, the answer I have and I, what I was looking for is Glenn Maxwell and Ross Taylor. Both of them were dismissed bold and both of them represented the Delhi Daredevils at some ah. time in the IPL. So uh, even if you had given me one of the two names, I think you were originally looking to go for Glenn Maxwell uh, by when you were thinking of Kings Levin, mm-hmm. I assumed. So uh, you could have got a point five there. Um, your last question. With respect to all the New Zealand dismissals in this match, why was the dismissal of Daniel Vettori and Corey Anderson unique? I know there were a lot of bolts in this game, and I think the only three modes of dismissal were all of them were either bold or caught, and then David Warner was LBW. Um, so I, I'm struggling to see why. I'm only, again, I want to repeat it with respect to only the New Zealand dismissals mm-hmm. in this match, why was the dismissal of Daniel Vettori and Corey Anderson unique? So six wickets were taken by Mitchell Stark. Um, I think Vittori and Anderson were not among his victims. Was it Cummins? Was it? Um, uh, I'm I'm trying to see this where this question might be hinting at, and don't think I'm getting there. Um, For what it's worth, I can tell you that Corey Anderson was dismissed by Glenn Maxwell, and Daniel Vittori was dismissed by Pat Cummins. Okay, and they're still unique compared to the other New Zealand dismissals. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm drawing a complete blank. I'm just going to say that they were the only two to get out caught, not by caught by an outfielder. I'm afraid uh, that's wrong, Danielle. The answer I have and what I was looking for, they were the only two d- dismissals in the entire innings to not involve Mitchell Stark in any capacity. So Stark took oh. two, six wickets and also had Gupfil, uh, sorry, Brendan McCullum caught. Uh, when uh, uh, of the bowling of Pat Cummins. So these were the only two dismissals that didn't have Stark on the uh, scorecard. So that's the answer I'm looking for. Another impressive performance, Daniel. I mean, I'm sure you're a bit gutted with those star questions. Well done, Daniel, for scoring three. That means that puts the pressure now on Isam. Isam, uh, when I asked you at the during the introduction, you were confused with your topic. Gaurav, maybe you can clear the confusion for us. Is it associate cricket in the 20th century or the 21st century or both? What are the questions that you have set on? The maximum time I've taken to set questions has been in this particular uh, topic so far. 
it's a very complex topic associate cricket teams in international cricket between 1975 and 2000 is what isam gave me so isam here are your uh, five questions your first question the east african cricket team that played in the 1975 world cup was a team represented by four countries if kenya uganda and tanzania are three of them which was the fourth zambia it is zambia isam i just thought you will get confused between zambia and zimbabwe or something yeah, but yeah. well done you've gone with zambia that gives you one your next question again another easy one who was the player of the match in the 1996 world cup when kenya beat west indies it's a pretty famous game and a very famous win at yeah. that point in time yeah 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 it's little tricky because i'm thinking between morris odumbe and steve tikolo so okay um, i think i'll go with uh, morris odumbe for his three wickets and that gives you two points isam well done morris odumbe it is who picked up 3 for 15 from 10 overs do you have any memories of watching that game isam yeah i um i remember the brian lara catch obviously the caught behind where the really big so, wicket keeper he Yeah, yeah, somehow everybody seems to be remembered, uh, remembering <laughs> that particular dismissal. The uh, I think Tariq yeah. Iqbal was the keeper yeah, with the yeah. headband and uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, famous game. Okay, your next question, another uh, tricky one, but I'm sure uh, you'll be able to work it out. So, hear the question carefully. I scored four runs in the only win my country had in World Cup cricket until we became a Test nation. I have played 21 Tests. 63 ODIs and scored just one international century. However, I am known to everyone else to a completely different role. Who am I? I'll repeat that again. I scored okay. only four runs in the only win my country had in World Cup cricket until we became a Test nation. I played 21 Tests, 63 ODIs and scored just one international century. However, I am known to everyone else to a different role currently. Who am I? Just, just uh, can I ask uh, one question about this? Sure. The 21 Tests and you know his career. You mean he played for the same team, right? Yeah. And a different role. Uh, okay. Different role. Oh, um, okay. Let me try. Yeah. Here goes uh, Andy Pycroft because he's also a match referee. Your thinking was amazing. But the answer I have is Ranjan Madugale from Sri Lanka. Oh, 79. Yes, the only win came against India, and he scored right. four runs. So uh, well done in your thought process. But I thought you could have taken your time with match referee, and you could have cracked uh, Ranjan Madugale yeah. there. Your uh, first of your star questions. This is a very tough one, according to me. Uh, who captained Canada in the 1979 World Cup? Um, do I have to give you the full name? I just I I remember the his his like surname. Go for it. Morissette. That gives you one point. I'm not going to penalize you for not getting Brian Morissette. It's a super oh, answer. Good. I thought this was the one which will go past you. Well done, Isam. You know your associate cricket well. Your last uh, question, Isam, for this round. Again, take your time and answer. Who is the leading run getter from an associate nation? in the john player gold leaf trophy that was held in 1986 it's it might sound tricky but if you know what the john player gold leaf trophy was you should be able to arrive at an answer 
Yeah, so the John Play Gold Leaf Trophy is the uh, ICC Trophy in 1986, and uh, obviously Zimbabwe were champions and they're unbeaten. So I'm I'm thinking it's someone from Zimbabwe. Um, but to give you a little bit of credit, uh, Gaurav, um, I did study a little bit uh, yesterday. So it's not as if I'm going all, all guessing. But yeah, I mean, uh, it, it should be someone from Zimbabwe. You mean the highest scorer in the team, in the tournament, right? Yeah. I'll go with Andy Pycroft. Again? Again. Is he your lucky charm? No, no. Just just uh, a calculated guess. I'm just thinking it's Andy Pycroft. Could be. I think uh, Isam, from mine brief understanding i think you're prepared you're over prepared for this because uh, the john player gold leaf trophy was not the icc qualifying trophy it was the 1986 asia cup, asia cup. which uh, india pakistan and bangladesh played this is a bangladesh question which was specifically asked for you and it just so happens that people miss questions close to their heart so the answer is shahidu rahman on debut he was the leading run getter in that particular tournament for bangladesh so uh, yeah i guess that was uh, the toughest question of the set and this seems to be uh, a very very close contest karthik two andy pycroft answers given by isam both of them turned out to be wrong those are the only two answers that he got wrong he finishes with a score of 3 which is the same as daniel finished with but isam has got one star question correct isam of course will take his general knowledge answers first daniel that means at this time i'm going to have to ask you to leave the call for a bit knowing the fact that if isam does get five out of five that puts you out of the running for the quarterfinals at least in a direct qualification and not the lucky loser spot So let's see how you do in a round two, a perfect score. And of course, you can end this contest right here. And now, Gaurav has your five general knowledge questions for you. So, Isam, let's get cracking with your general knowledge round. Your first question, which cricketer's autobiography was titled Coming Back to Me? Pretty famous, very famous autobiography. Um, not some obscure uh, player. Uh, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. this autobiography uh, is, a, is an excellent one as well. Yeah, I don't know the answer. So I, I'm just going to guess Robin Smith. Somehow your guesses are also very nice and logical. Same country, but the wrong answer. It's Marcus Tiscothic, ah. uh, who wrote Coming Back to Me. Your next question. Who holds the record for the best bowling figures in the history of test cricket in a single innings among left-arm fast bowlers? Among all left-arm quicks in the history of test cricket, who holds the record for the best bowling figures? I can give you a clue if you're okay, and I'll give the same clue to yeah. Danielle as well. Sure. Yeah, go ahead. It, it's an eight-wicket haul. Again, not a good guess, Wasim Akram. Yeah, not a very a good yeah, guess. Yeah. I don't think Akram, but I'm not really sure, but wickets, I don't yeah. think he took eight wickets. The answer is Mitchell Johnson, interestingly, right. who yeah. took eight wickets against uh, South Africa. Your next uh, question, this might be a tough one for you, but uh, let me see. The three players who have won the most valuable players in IPL history on more than one occasion. So there have only been 12 seasons, Isam, out of which three players have won the MVP award more than uh, once. And in fact, all three won it twice. I'll give you that. If one of them was Andre Russell, who was, who was the other two? If you give me one, I'll give you 0.5. Yeah, um, so Rohit Sharma is one, and I'm just uh, a little... 
I remember Shane Watson was obviously I don't know whether it was a man of the final or a MVP, but uh, Yuvraj Singh and Rohit Sharma. Karthik, do you have an idea of the? I I mean again, if I had to guess, I would have probably gone Rohit Sharma, but then he's gone for it, so I would say maybe Gautam Gambhir and I don't know uh, Virat Kohli maybe twice he's won it. I'm surprised all of you have gone with Indian names. In fact, uh, very few Indians have actually won the most valuable player. It's actually Sunil Narayan and Shane Watson who won oh, the uh, MVP Watson. twice. So you did think about Shane Watson. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in fact, only Sachin Tendulkar and Virat Kohli are the only two Indian players to have uh, won this award. So, uh, yeah, it's Sunil Narayan and Shane Watson. Just go with the most famous T20 names and you'd have got it right. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Your next question, Isam. Uh, your first of your star questions. Which cricketer took the most wickets in the 1979 World Cup? Andy Roberts? Mm, I'm afraid it's wrong. It's Mike Hendricks from England. For our listeners, Mike Hendricks from England. Uh, the reason I asked this question is it's not a very, very uh, huge name and someone... Yeah. Who was actually finished uh, at the top at the, uh, at the particular World Cup? So Mike Hendricks from England was the leading wicket taker. This looks like a complete reversal of uh, your first uh, round, uh, Isam. Your last question again: think and answer. Take your time. Slightly tricky the question, but the answer uh, is very interesting. The first players listed were Warren Bartsley and Charles Kellaway in 1912. Okay. 1912, the first players listed were Warren Bartsley and Charles Kellery. The most recent players listed in this are Shane Watson and Marcus North. What am I talking about? The yeah. first players listed were in this particular list were Warren Bartsley and Charles Kellery in 1912. 1912. The most recent players in this list were Shane Watson and Marcus North. What am I talking about? So 1912 was the first, and the second was most recent players listed were Shane Watson, Marcus Knott in 2010. I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm I'm a little I'm not not it's not that I don't know about it, but I think Marcus Knott there was something about him in that <laughs> season. There was something there was something had happened. I remember very closely, and and yeah, Shane Watson too. It's not debut because Shane Watson I think debuted. Slightly before Marcus Nord. The years yeah. should help Isam. Just take your time. I'll give the years even to Daniel. But this is very... Uh, it's gettable if you know what happened that year. 1912 and 2010. The Titanic sank in 1912. No, man. I'm not going to be able to give you an answer. Sorry. That's good enough. Okay. So, this is basically the neutral honours board at Lords. So, in 2010, Australia and Pakistan played at Lords. Uh, yeah. And these are the, and 1912, there was a triangular series between Australia, right. England, and South Africa. So these are the only two instances where Lords hosted a neutral test. So they couldn't have a home honours board and an away honours board. So they have a neutral honours board. And both Watson and Marcus Knott took five wickets. Right. So that is the answer. Uh, super, man. Is- super. I know. It's all- <laughs> no, good question. Seriously. It's unfortunately uh, a complete blowout there. Uh, in the general knowledge round. Okay, let's 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 get cracking with this. Uh, Daniel, welcome back to Stump IQ round two. Uh, Thank you. I think this is going to uh, make you feel a lot better. Uh, your target is not much. It's not much at all. Currently, 
after we left you and Isam at round one, both of y'all had scored three points. Isam, of course, had the advantage of one star question. And after his general knowledge round, he still has only that same advantage. Isam, unfortunately, could not get a single answer correct in the GK round, which means that you get one right and you are through to the quarterfinals of Stump IQ. Sounds like a devilishly difficult <laughs> general knowledge round. <laughs> so, yeah, let's see. Um, um, I'm scared, but yeah, obviously this gives me a chance. Maybe a lucky guess comes through. Mm-hmm. I must warn you, there is one question from the early 1900s. So why don't you get your answer in before that question comes out? Gaurav, take it away, man. <laughs> Great. So, uh, Daniel, maybe you, you finish it in the first question itself. Let's see. Your first question is, which cricketer's autobiography was titled Coming Back to Me? Hmm. Was, must, have been a, must have been a wicketkeeper. Um, I'm just going to go for a wicketkeeper. Alex Stewart? Again, both of you have guessed with the right country but the wrong name. In fact, you've gone one level and guessed an opener, but this is England's Marcus Descotic. Ah, okay, okay. I feel like I might have known that, but anyway. Okay. Your next question. Who holds the record for the best bowling figures in a single innings in test cricket history among left-arm pacers? It was an eight-wicket haul. That was a clue I gave uh, Isam as well. Among left-arm pacers, who holds the record for the best bowling figures in a single innings in test cricket? Why couldn't you, you have asked this of ODI cricket and I knew the answer? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so left-arm pacer, test cricket, eight wickets. Um, I wonder if this is the question from the 1900s. <laughs> um, oh, Karthik has slipped that in the middle. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. It's a left-arm pacer. I'm just going to... It should be... Should it be recent... It's not one of those Bolt or Stark or Vamp or Simakram. No, I don't think so. Otherwise, you wouldn't have asked me this. Um, I don't know. I'm going to have a completely random. Zahir Khan? Isam, why don't you give him the bad news? Yeah, it's not Wasimakram. It's not Zahir Khan. It's Mitchell Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) It's Mitchell Johnson? Your next question. You need one. So, yeah. uh, Your next question goes like this. There There are three players who have won the Most Valuable Player Award in IPL history on more than one occasion. If one of them was Andre Russell, who were the other two? If you name one, you'll get 0.5. If you name both, you'll get one point. Even 0.5 should do uh, for you to win this. So basically, there were three players who have won the Most Valuable Player more than once in the history of the IPL. So one was Russell, you need to name the other two. I am going to go for Fir- uh, <laughs> I'm going to go for um, Virat Kohli and Chris Gale. Isam, why don't you give him the good news again? Daniel, it's neither one of them. I guessed uh, Yuvrat Singh and Rohit Sharma, thinking that because it's the IPL, it will be Indian players. Um, I mentioned one of the right answers, but again, I was confused. It's Sunil Narayan and Shane Watson, I believe. So, okay, the star questions now. I have to get one, right? Yeah, <laughs> and this match is panning out like the New Zealand-Australia Eden Park game, by the way. Low score, <laughs> and maybe the fifth uh, question is what you hit out of the park. So, oh. so let's see what, uh, what happens. 
uh, in first of your star questions, know your World Cup history. Which cricket took the most wickets in the 1979 World Cup? I am going to say uh, Michael Holding. I'm afraid you got confused with the 1975 World Cup. That was between uh, uh, West Indies and Australia. This was between West Indies and England. And the leading wicket taker is Mike Hendricks from England. It's a stark question, so slightly tough, but... So, Danyal, are you, are you with the Kate Williamson here? Because remember when I told you, try and get your answer in before a reference to the early 1900s comes? <laughs> I'm afraid you yeah. did. I'm afraid yeah. you did. And, and, and I'm afraid Gaurav is just going to give you a question where... I don't know. If I was you, I would probably just drop my headset and walk off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying you should do that. You should give it your shot. But again, at this stage, as it stands, Isam is ahead based on the fact that he got one star question right. Isam has both his fingers crossed. Dandyal, you have one ball to knock it out of the park. Let's see how you get on. Let's see. So Pat Cummings uh, running in, bowling into Kane Williamson. Here goes. The first players listed in this were Warren Bartsley and Charles Kellaway in 1912. The most recent players listed were Shane Watson and Marcus North in 2010. What am I talking about? So the years are important, Danyal. Uh, the names, obviously the, the latest names are something you relate to, even if you don't know. So the these the first players listed by Warren Bartsley and Charles Kellaway in 1912. The most recent players listed were Shane Watson and Marcus North. What am I talking about? In 2010, uh, Shane Watson and Marcus North were in 2010. They are the uh, only players in this list. So yeah. Okay, there's the only four players. Yeah. Okay. Um... 1912 These... and 2010. I think that's what I told Isam as well. And that's how you might work out the answer if you're working it out. Uh, not sure I'm working it out. And but... Shane Watson and Marcus North. Yeah. Um, are they the only four players to score a century on Ash's debut, I'm going to say? Is that your final answer? I'm afraid it is. I think we have a winner in Mohamed Isam. <laughs> this is unbelievable that Mohamed Isam won without scoring anything in the second round. The answer, Daniel, is actually something which you will be aware of once I tell you. So Marcus Nord and Shane Watson took five wickets against Pakistan at Lords in 2010. These are the only four entrants in the neutral honours board at Lords because that was a neutral test <laughs> in Australia and Pakistan. So. Uh, uh, they have a home honours board and a away honours board. So they created one in 2010 when uh, Australia played Pakistan. So I'm afraid that's a slightly tough one, but you should have taken a, a, your answer early on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I think the IPL one was probably my chance, but yeah, <laughs> I missed that. Um, fair enough. Well, well played, Sam. It's a low-scoring one. And uh, yeah, my... Uh, the only the thing is the reason I have no consolation is this has no hope of making it as the lucky loser because it's only three out of ten so I am officially out of this competition. <laughs> but if there's if there's any consolation, Daniel, it is the fact is that you have arguably been a trendsetter with the choice of specialist subject that everyone and anyone seems to be copying nowadays. So you can always take 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 that back when you come into our next edition of Stump IQ next year. Congratulations once again on reaching it this far. Isam, 
you have survived by the skin of your teeth before before we enter this matchup you were messaging me on whatsapp and you were like this is it i'm done i just about managed to beat suketu with the last question and daniel is just he's, he's going to obliterate me in this in this round but you have managed to somehow survive so congratulations and well done and we'll see you in the quarter finals thank you uh, i think the bangladesh cricket team can learn a little bit from me uh, you know <laughs> Uh, hanging in there, even though there's no chance, because they often lose matches against India in the last over. But you know, <laughs> you just wait for the opposition to make their mistakes. <laughs> I hope you're making Abhi Mikal and Shakib Alazan to hear this uh, particular part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Daniel, uh, uh, commiserations, but I think I think you, I think you made slightly better better guesses than I did, and that's the only thing that I can say. I really can make a lot of lot of good guesses, but. the last one i mean i had absolutely no clue i mean it, it was a brilliant question so i think the the real winner is cricket and gorav <laughs> <laughs>